Welcome to episode 103 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How are you doing, Warren? Good. Good uh, evening. Good evening to you. It's uh, another fun day, another fun week, and I am excited. We have a great guest this week, uh, Mr. Dave Hamilton from the Mac Observer and Mac Geek Gab podcast. How are you doing, Dave? I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. This is fun to be here. Yeah. Yeah. You you were here a little while ago. You were a returning guest. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, I think uh, last time we saw each other was at MacStock. I remember having doing a, a fun interview with you at that time. I think we I think we could have gone on for about uh, an hour or two as we were yeah. talking because there's so much to talk about. So um, it's a lot of fun. So, um, But there's a lot to talk about this week. The uh, Worldwide Developers Conference is coming pretty soon here next week, Monday. I, everybody's yeah. all getting prepped for it. And uh, we'll, we'll touch upon that a little bit. Plus, I've got some uh, some pretty in-depth news discussions this week. I've had some interesting uh, conversations about uh, app stores issues and such. We'll get into that uh, as well as uh, I have the T-Mobile Home Internet. Uh, I was gonna I decided to try it out, and uh, I got that Dave's take on uh, networking on that, and a lot more to talk about here. So uh, let's go right. To, let's just dive right into the news here. Um, First story caught my eye was uh, Google Meet. Uh, they f- have now uh, added it to the Gmail iOS app. Uh, this was on Mac Rumors. Uh, uh, the Google Meet app was actually pr- was a premium service, but I guess uh, Google's getting on the bandwagon here, and they want to be along with Zoom and with uh, uh, WebEx. Of course, they they've uh, opened their thing up, and uh, and now that they've added all the features into the iOS app, which is uh, interesting. Now you can actually join a Google Meet. Uh, app and I think my wife and many teachers will be happy since that's where they live is in Google Meet. So uh uh good thing to do here. Uh Dave, what do you think uh about the Google Meet uh, decisions that I they made? I thought it was I mean it makes sense to consolidate it into one app, but yeah. they've always had a Hangouts app. And so I thought it was interesting that they chose not to repurpose that and yet right. and just right. So I thought that was a little it was like ah, okay. I mean I'm I'm sure there's some either engineering or uh, even like internal internally political reason for them to, to have made this choice or maybe both. Right. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. It was like, well, there's the hangouts app though. So I'm wondering where that goes. So, but I think it's going to be meet meet to go for Google meet. So what'd you think Warren? Um, Yeah. From what I read or heard that it actually maybe will do neat things like uh it uses machine learning to get rid of some of the uh noises i heard and uh something about dogs it will erase dogs barking uh i don't know if that's out yet but that's what uh, somebody was saying so it supposedly does some neat tricks um uh, i haven't tried it out yet I, I know facebook also is doing their messengers now those groups too right so okay. i see the i see the commercial where they all sing all together now. So I haven't tried that one out. I guess they're all trying at this point. Cause you know, why not? There's yeah. a, this is a time to do it. Um, I think zoom just said that they're making their end to end encryption free uh, yeah. for all users, including uh, the not paying ones. So, um, you know, if you're, uh, I guess the, the feeling is once this pandemic ends and video conferencing becomes more of a back, thought and people go to pay again they're going to try to grab the audience now what they can so this yeah. is Absolutely. this is their time yeah, yeah I, I think we are 
I think we will see a net increase in video conferencing when even even once this is you know all over whatever all over means. Uh, a lot of companies, right, have said, yeah, we've adapted, we've figured out how to be productive with people working at home. And have, some have even told their company, their employees, like, you will never be, you know, required to be in the office again. So choose where you want to live, figure all that out. Don't worry about, you know, needing to come back in the future. So, uh, you know, I mean, and it it makes sense. There are, there are some things where I, I think companies... There is a risk to productivity if you're not all together. But if you have the right people for the right project, uh, obviously you can be productive in a virtual way. I mean, you know, we here at Mac Observer pretend like we're productive all the time. And we've been doing that virtually for 21 years, right? So Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, sort of, we've had office space at times when we first started, we had office space and then we had some again at another spot, but even then there were at least some people that were permanently virtual. So there was always, you know, this kind of thing. So I I think these companies are smart to, to establish themselves now in this and show, you know, how reliable it is and how, how well it works and then just get themselves ingrained. And then it'll be like, oh yeah, we'll just do a zoom meeting. Great. No problem. Yeah. Or a meat meeting or whatever. So healthcare, <laughs> healthcare is a big one too. I work in uh, healthcare, and uh, everybody is starting with the the virtual health meetings, and I, they love it. I mean, everybody loves, it, including you know the doctors and nurses. And um, <clears throat> I actually, uh, I was supposed to come in uh, for a follow up to take medication I'm on, and this happened. And then uh, you know, normally it's in Philadelphia, which is a pain. And they're like, "Oh, we could do it virtually." I'm like. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, take five, 10 minutes and, and it, you know, you could do probably about 80%. Because a lot of times you go to a doctor's office, they take vitals and things like that, but sometimes they don't. So, um, you know, industries are just going to move towards that. Like Dave said, a lot of people are just going to say, hey, you know, we we didn't think we could do it. And now we had uh, proof of concept that we can, and you know, it's cheaper. And, you know, my wife works for a, uh, uh, you know, kind of a global company and she did before. And I, I've said this before, but they would, you know, send her overseas to London for like a, a day and a half to meet at like two or three, you know, high power people. And I'm like, they're crazy. You know, why, do, you know, why are they spending all this money when this is like a video call or, or you know, so now they're like, yeah, well, maybe, you know, maybe that's the way to go. Yeah. When it went right. Um, I early, well, not early on, about midway through, I kind of the first thing that I did breaking quarantine, I had this, I had this spot on my arm and I was like, ah, this has been here for too long. Like, I don't, I got to get this looked at. It's, you know, I don't want to push it off again. And so I went to my dermatologist and he said, oh yeah, he said, this one, you know, it's good that you came in. And he, he biopsied it. Everything was fine. So it was like, great. Uh, but he said, you know, we've for years, we've been trying to do telehealth. And the, there's just been pushback and pushback from all the regulatory agencies. He said, last week, they said, you, you guys should do telehealth. And he said, in less than an hour, they were completely signed up and everything was good to go for it. He's like, they got all the red tape out of the way. <laughs> It's like, he's like, so we're going to stick with it. He said, cause you know, so many things are show me your, your, you know, whatever spot you got. And then I'll tell you if you need to come in or if we're good and then you're good. So. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so let's go on to the next story. Next story here. And also Mac rumors. Um, lots, lots of discussion about this one. Uh, the, Hey, uh, email app, um, was, uh, 
threatened by Apple to be removed because the the lack of in app store subscription options. Uh, the, hey, which is was launched on Monday, is a is a email service, I guess. Ninety nine dollars a year they're charging, so it must be a, some pretty good service here. And uh, subscriptions uh, had to be purchased at the Hey website and not offered through the iOS app store. Well, Apple, you know, doesn't like that in the app store. Interesting backstory about Hey. I don't know if you knew this, uh, Dave. Um, Leo Laporte, his uh, original producer, Dane Golden, owned the domain Hey.com. And I remember him talking about that because I've been a fan of Leo's for a long time. Uh, sure. About how he was so proud of the fact that he, because owning a three letter domain is pretty, was pretty uh, impressive. Because So they were pretty yeah, much gone at that point. Word. Yeah. yeah, it was still impressive. That's so, right. Yeah. So I, Leo was just Leo was just talking about the other day uh, on I believe it on Mac Rick, Rick Weekly, and uh, he says I wonder how much money Dane really made off of that that sale because he he refused to sell it because it was his business originally and apparently he sold it. So uh, I venture to say he made a pretty good buck out of that. Um, so apparently this is a this is a uh, a. a pretty uh, cool uh, email service but i think a lot of the debate of this story was the fact that apple's very stringent rules about um in-app purchases um uh, dave what'd you think about this whole thing this is crazy yeah you know i I mean on the surface there's no surprise here right not at all this is completely in violation of what apple's rules are um the so from that standpoint yeah of course apple bounced it like it wasn't this wasn't even one of those fringe cases where it's like right. okay come on guys you know but there is a come on guys thing going on here right now with uh, everybody pushing back and saying okay you know maybe it's time to talk about the app store rules um it is apple's store now it, you know so it's an interesting conversation to have yeah, Apple takes 30%. Should Apple be taking 30% of a subscription service that's that's usable everywhere? I, I would love to know what their deal was when things like Netflix could be purchased uh, through Apple. You can't do that anymore, but they grandfathered people in if you had that, if you had it going that way. Uh, but, you know, my guess is that Netflix wasn't coughing up 30% to Apple for that stuff. Um, I, I feel like there's, there's room. And, you know, clearly if, you know, the three of us are having this conversation here, it's definitely happening and has been happening for a very long time inside of Apple. Mm-hmm. So they've, they've gone through this, whether they will announce and make a change is, remains to be seen. Obviously Phil Schiller came out today, right. And pushed back a yeah. little bit. We're going to talk Twitter. about that. I had an article on that. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I, I get it. I, I get both sides of this, right? Apple's been very clear on this front. And and this is not, like I said, this is not one of those edge cases. This is really clear. But I also understand where Hay is coming from, where it's like, look, yeah. you know, we want to be on iPhones. Um, you want us on iPhones. Right. You need to be more developer friendly. And that's basically what they're saying is like, we want to be there and we know you want us there. So this this 30%, you know, hard and fast limit uh, is in their eyes and with their model somewhat draconian. Now, the thing is, though, like if Apple were to make an exception for Hay, it would be a very public yeah. exception yeah. at this point, yes, right? There's be. no like whatever the backroom deal may or may not have been with Netflix, and I'm only speculating. I, I truly have no idea. Yeah. Uh, it was never public, and and we can talk about it all you want, but no one broke, right? No one, right. no one will talk about it. 
Uh, so if they did that here, it would be obvious that they did it and they would need to, to offer something official for everyone. Otherwise, it would be off the rails. So I think Apple's, you know, measured response here and uh, is smart. You know, it's good that they don't have somebody saying you're holding it wrong, but it's also good that they don't have somebody saying, you know, uh, you, you know, you're definitely wrong. I mean, Schiller, Schiller said this is Apple's policy, but right. he did it in a, you know, soft-ish way, I guess. I don't know. In a short way. <laughs> in a <laughs> Schiller way. There you go. Right, that's, the, that's, that's the adjective. Yeah. yeah. What'd you think, uh, Warren? Uh, just when you guys were kind of talking about that to, and, and David brought, uh, he brought up the point about, you know, the, the backroom deals and some of the bigger companies. I didn't office go onto the, uh, office went onto the app store for the Mac app store recently. Microsoft did, yes. Uh, Microsoft Office. But I also think it's also on iOS too. Yes. Yep. Um, and I know you could log in with your subscription to Office 365. Yep. I don't know how, to, are they getting, you know, since I put it on Office uh, on iOS in the App Store, are they getting 30% of that? Because it's kind of the same deal. It's it's a it's a subscription that, you know, flows across multiple platforms. Yep. Um, and yeah. um, you... Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Keep going. No, I, no, no. I have a thought here. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's sort of the same kind of deal. And then, you know, the other thought I had is I, I bet there's a you know couple other things that are avoiding it. And the other thing that comes to mind is like Setapp, which is a, a great on the Mac. Yeah. Um, there's no reason why they couldn't, you know, include iOS apps. I bet they're not because they're like, hey, you know, if we started including iOS apps, we might have this problem of a 30% um, issue, you know, so... You know, it's it's also strange that the Mac App Store doesn't really do uh, the same thing as the iOS App Store. It's kind of the same uh, stores, uh, and the only reason they're not doing it is because you know Apple knows that you could get easily the program onto your computer without the App Store on the Mac. So you know, it's it's a it's a locked wall garden on, on that case. But uh, yeah, that you go ahead and let's see. No, you bring up a good point. Like yeah. like even the Netflix example. Right now, you cannot sign up for Netflix mm -hmm. in the uh, in the iOS. app. Right, Perfect. you cannot buy a Kindle book in the app. You have right. to go to Amazon or Netflix's website and sign up, right. and now you're in. But and the same is true with Office. But I know with Office. If you just download, you know, Office on your iOS device, you can use it. You can't save or like there's some pretty hard and fast limitations, but there is a free way without ever spending money to use it. Then you go and sign up over there and now it unlocks everything. And I think maybe that's what Schiller was getting at. Like there is no free way to use the Hey app and you have to have a subscription. Right. And they don't, you, you know, so it, it's like, there's no, there's no benefit to it, someone randomly who downloads this for just having the app. Even with Netflix, I think you can, you know, you can activate your trial or something like that, right? In the app without, um, right? right? I, I think, yeah. so. I mean, it's been so long. I've had a Netflix subscription since they were shipping me yeah. DVDs. I, me I honestly, I don't know. <laughs> right, but that's what there was. I mean, so that's it, what they're calling yeah. the reader. The reader app is basically a reader app is uh, what they're saying is uh, if you, if you cannot sign up for the service and enter in your payment details, right. Um, 
in the app, then they consider it a reader app, and then it's then it's kosher, which um, which doesn't make too much sense with Hey because Hey is doing the same thing, right? They're saying you, you, there's no way to sign up for um, for the service within the app. You have to sign up outside the app, put in your payment info, and then you can sign in. So it's the same business model as Netflix. It's just, um, you know. And I think with Netflix, you can get a free trial in the app without having to, to sign up or any yeah, of that. I, I, think think so. that's, yeah. I think that's the distinction here. Certainly that's the case with Office. And with Hey, like it's useless without paying for it. And so I, all, if all they have to do is, uh, and they could easily do this, is give a you know a fifteen day free trial if once you download the app, yep. does that mean they're okay? Can I? As long as they do, I, I would say if yeah. they did what Netflix was, whatever and you know way analogous to what Netflix does. And now I got to go research Netflix so that I can not just stumble over myself talking about this. But <laughs> um, but like that would be the thing. Maybe somebody watching in the in the Facebook chat will will you know hip us to what happens there, but. Yeah, I don't know. it's it's an interesting scenario, right? So for sure, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we uh, we have articles to what we're talking about here in the show notes. Yeah, I don't think we have to go too much about what Phil Schiller said. Basically, we said it. He's he's yeah. not. Uh, it's 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 just the way it is. That's how Apple's done it for years. It's never been an issue. But uh, there was an article about uh, an antitrust committee chairman calling uh, the App Store fees highway robbery. Was the quote? Um, and you know, thirty percent is pretty steep for a lot of these developers. Um, but uh, it's Apple's been doing it for a long time. And I don't think and 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 most of these developers have been happy the way things have gone. They're making nothing but money on a lot of these apps. Uh, Apple's doing very well with that as well as the developers too. I mean, that, you know, you see the, the, by the looking at the developers conference, a lot of people are there every year. Um, so yeah. I can't see why this is, this is coming up now because of the, this, Hey, uh, controversy, I think is really where it's at. Yeah. Uh, um, poor timing, I guess for this. <laughs> yeah. Really poor timing. Yeah. 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 How, how ironic. <laughs> and then they're then, probably, uh, Tim Cook's probably like, uh, th- 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 thankfully, we're not doing this in person. We don't, you know, they're, they're, we don't sell enough pitchforks to, uh, yeah. uh, for, nobody's coming in with the pitchforks and the, and the fire to, uh, to yell at us. So. And um, how ironic, uh, uh, we were on Twitter this morning talking to Rogue Amoeba and what, what they had to go through uh, and uh, all the disappointment. And that's an awesome company. And you and I both agree, Dave, that, that they make amazing products. I own every one of their products, so I must I, like I them. So, yeah. yeah, I know. And, and I like they in their eyes, they give me licenses to all their products because we talk about them on the show and all that right. stuff. What they probably don't know is that with a different email account, I go and I buy all their products because I use them. Right. Like I, you know, I could not do my job without them. So I, you know, it like, I I'm with you. I, I pay yeah. for them. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I want, I want to support the developer. I mean, they, 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 they totally deserve it. So, um, but uh, yeah, that's, that's a lot of what the big discussions were this week. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where we go next week and how where the developers conference goes. This will probably, I think, will just kind of go away. I, I kind yeah. of have a feeling. Um, yep. Other thing was uh, was kind of uh, disappointing was T-Mobile. T-Mobile's uh, network went out the other day, and I couldn't believe it. I, mean, I, I couldn't make phone calls. Warren's on T-Mobile. I'm sure you have Mint. Mint is on T-Mobile. Yep. Um, we yep. were all out for almost 12 or 14 hours on the uh, this past uh, this past week, Tuesday, I think it was. Um, uh, and I didn't even notice until somebody told me. Yeah, because I don't make that's phone how, calls. That's how often I use my phone. Either, I'm always but, on Wi-Fi. Yeah, um, 
and I thought it was interesting in this article, this was on uh, uh, Timo News, uh, that uh, the Neville Ray, the president of technology, explains that the event was triggered, the tr- triggered the, uh, the outage was a leased fiber circuit failure from a third-party provider in the Southwest. Now, why would that affect, excuse me, Southeast. And then that, that, that part of the country was where it started, but then it just, it just went nuts and went across the whole country. So, and they said it was an IP traffic storm that spread from there on its way. I mean, you're not, you let, you're in the networking, Dave. I I can't believe this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense, right? If, if their, if their network is built to handle a certain capacity, right. And then you lose a significant chunk of that network. If it's all based on IP, which it is, it would naturally try to route around the, the, you know, the damage, right. That's what TCP IP does. Right. Right. But if the rest of the network can't handle the traffic that's getting pushed there, well, then you have this cascading failure. And it sounds like that's exactly what happened. And we've, we've seen that um, in smaller scale and more, I would say more compartmentalized things with, uh, you know, servers and stuff on the internet. Like you'll be like, Oh yeah. Getting to that site is slow today or getting to anything from my area is slow today. And it's usually something like this, you know, a a router went down, BGP routes got, you know, barfed out there. And now suddenly all these things that, that, you know, we're used to running at 70% capacity or running at 120% capacity. And, you know, it's like, yeah, it's kind of limps along or worse. Absolutely. Any, any thoughts, uh, Warren? No, except people thought it was a denial of service attack at first, and uh, yeah. they, they kind of said it wasn't. But that's exactly what a denial of service does. Basically, it just kind of makes it so everything just kind of uh, freezes up on a network. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even, you know, I've, I've managed, you know, 10, 20, 30 user workstation uh, server networks. Right. And when you find that one computer that does a TCP IP storm and you got to find that. So I, it's hard on 30 computers. I imagine it's very difficult on 3 yeah. million computers yeah. to find Please. it. Crazy, crazy, but glad that glad it's back. And I know the FCC is, they say they're going to investigate what happened, but uh, they sh- as they should, as they should, I mean, yeah, yeah. make sure, make sure yeah. everything was legit. So yeah. see where it goes. Um, well, next story. And, and take a look and make sure that, yeah. you know, if there's, if there's something that can be learned from this, it's shared industry-wide and not just kept right. inside. School, Less, right. Lessons learned. They got to have some yeah. lessons learned on this. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, next story uh, from this great source, the Mac Observer, Apple Card 0% uh, financing expanded to more products. Our friend Andrew Orr wrote this article about uh, the, the Apple Card 0% financing. I'm pretty excited about this. Um, they're uh, expanding purchases. So you could go like as much as an iPad, uh, AirPods Pro, an Apple Pencil, uh, iPads, Macs, and all that could be 0% for 12-month period. All you do is purchase it on the card and um, and uh, you get uh, 12 months free interest. And plus you get 3% yep. cash back. So if you buy a make a big purchase like a Mac, I mean that's a that's a nice chunk of money back. Plus you get free interest for a year. Yeah. Uh, Warren, what'd you think? Well, combine that with the um, the in store Mac trading program, and yeah, that once these stores open, once these stores open, I think I'm just gonna like go every couple of weeks and come in with my you know. <laughs> and sir, didn't you just buy that MacBook? I did, but you have this new one that just came out. Just give me the money, give me the gift card, and I'll yeah. put it on uh, my 
uh, an Apple card and we'll see what happens. And of course, by 2021, I'll have a, you know, like a max out my, uh, my, my card, but it's all good. It's all worth it. I, <laughs> um, I, I, I tease Warren all the time because he buys a Mac. Like it seems like every other day. Um, but there are uh, worse addictions you yeah, could have. This is That's true. what I tell my wife, but she doesn't believe me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, so it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty good with my Apple card. I, 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 I buy and then I pay it yeah. off real fast just to uh, get to 3%. So um, it's probably something I wouldn't, uh, you know, I just feel uncomfortable having to balance anyways, but what is it? 12 months and yeah. it just, uh, yeah, doesn't uh, kill you on the finances. And supposedly if you buy like a, if you buy like a small item with it, like if you buy an iPad pro with a pencil, the pencil gets you to the year financing too, uh, which normally yeah. gets to six months. But that, uh, so they're trying to uh, entice you. Maybe if you buy like a, a MacBook Pro, they'll throw in like a, I don't know. Uh, Apple doesn't throw in anything. I was going to say, what do they throw in? <laughs> Unless you your education, they're, well, they're, they're the nah. graduation, the graduates are getting free AirPods if you buy a Mac. So. Well, you get the, the free AirPods. Yeah. If I mean, you buy a Mac, it's not. Right. It has been made very clear to me that this yeah. is not free. You get a credit towards AirPods and it's a $169 credit. So you could right. get, you could use that credit in full to purchase AirPods or you can apply it towards AirPods Pro. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. But it was, which is still yeah. good. And you get, the student, Pro. you get the student discount. Yeah. Yep. So if you're a student, you get the student discount and you get that, which is not a bad thing. I've done that. Actually, you don't, I don't even think you have to be a student to get the free, uh, the $169 credit. I think I've just, done it through education. My wife's a teacher. I've, so I've done it even without education. Life, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. We are, yeah, we are, we are life students. Yeah. We are life. But, um, yeah, I did that one year. I got a pair of beats that I sold, uh, on Craigslist. I think yeah. I, I still have it. So. I, have, I yeah. think I have all th- the last two. <laughs> so, um, but no, I'm, gl- I'm glad Apple went with this, having this card. I think it's great. I mean, I had the Barclays. I still have it. I mean, I, and apparently they're still keeping the, the Apple rewards on it, which is surprising. Uh, and, uh, it's, you know, I'd, I'd rather just deal with the, the Apple card with Goldman Sachs and uh, yep. but yeah, Barclays is still doing it. So there's, they just get emails there 18 months they're given. So uh, if they really the, need to find you know, the first that. Apple credit card, uh, that bank does not do the Apple credit card anymore. And that was Citibank. Citibank. Back right. in, yeah. Yeah. I worked the attorney that managed that whole project was um, two doors down from me. Yeah. Uh, at yeah. Citibank. So uh, yeah, that was one of those things I heard about it way early and it was like, oh, if I tell Mac Week about this, I could get a Mac Week mug. And it's like, <laughs> and then I could get fired. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but that was in those days where if you yeah. if you sent yeah. a legit rumor in to, uh, to Mac Week, they'd send you a mug. And I'm like, yeah, it'd be cool to have a mug, but I yeah. don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Warren, why don't you take this one since this is your story this week about the air, air power return? Uh, yeah, and I just kind of saw this today. I think, uh, uh, Prosser, John Prosser, the, uh, the guy who, uh, got a couple things right. And, uh, <laughs> it's pretty interesting, but, uh, he said they're still kind of working on this, Matt, which I think they, this story, uh, this is not brand new of a story. I think a couple of months ago, the same thing was, uh, said that they're yeah. still working on it. Um, you know, my 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 joke is it's going to be a hundred thousand dollars with the the R and R and D involved with it. So, yeah. um, I mean, they, I, I, I I I could just picture Tim Cook like standing over a production line with his eye, uh, arms crossed, saying, 
nobody's going home until the thing is done. I don't care. I don't care if nobody sells any one of these, but you know, we're, we're getting this done. We said we're going to do it. Um, and it's just funny. I, I personally have no, uh, I have no, uh, real desire to have this thing unless it does anything other than charge my, my stuff. But, um, yeah, it's just, just a funny story. That's just not going to die. So, so many people have solved this problem already in fairly elegant ways. Now, the way Apple sort of pitched it to us, and I still maintain that they cook, they, they had people sort of, you know, they have people dreaming up ideas all the time inside of Apple, right? And then they say no to most of them. Something happened before that iPhone 10 event back in 2017. And they were like, we need a one more thing. We need something else to throw into this event. What's in the hopper? And somebody was like, I got a thing. And so this, this not even half-baked idea, you, you know, was, was propped up and trotted out. And, I, you know, th- what they want to do is have this mat where you can just throw things down and magically the chi coils are everywhere and it just works. And, you know, physics doesn't quite allow that to happen, at least as we understand it in this timeline. Now, maybe another timeline, you know, physics works differently, but in this one, no. So I like, and and I said, uh, you know, other people have solved this in really nice ways where you've got little targets and the things sort of drop into their spots and it works fine. But why you would need this, I don't know. It seems like they're hanging on if they are on this they're somebody's hanging out like you said it's a story that won't die yeah, yeah. exactly they, and, and they're kind of over you know if they ever get the thing out it's gonna it's gonna do things i mean your 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 mackie or your uh phones kind of talk to it and it's kind of see uh the, the levels and you can have a nice little uh widget on the side that's gonna say all your stuff uh your air, air power thing is doing this and that and things like that so it, it's gonna like talk to it but you know as you said there's i mean you could get cheese chargers for like five bucks now i mean at this point yeah. so uh you know when they announced it it was kind of a you know there wasn't that many things out there and um you know it I, I personally don't even like wireless charging that much either because, um, you know, I like to plug in. I like to hold my phone and use it while it's plugged in. You can't really do both. Um, so, uh, you know, again, it should be, unless it does something like really cool, which maybe, you know, maybe they'll integrate a HomePod mini into it. Who knows? <laughs> that... That would be cool. Like if you had like a like an alarm clock size HomePod Mini with the the Qi thing on the the, the air pair on top, I'd buy that. Yeah, I'd be interested. You know, I've been following this company Energis for a while. They have this technology called Watt Up yeah. that uh, sort of takes it even further. In fact, I've seen it uh, charge a remote control from 15 feet away from like the TV where the bar is and stuff. And that's pretty cool. And it like that wouldn't really work. There's not enough power that you could send to charge your phone or whatever. But for your AirPods and things like that, that would be handy if we just had something like that. And and to charge our wireless keyboards and mouse mice, I should say, and trackpads like that. that I'd rather see them head down that path than that. that that's a future. I mean, people totally. talk wireless, wireless, air, uh, wireless charging, and it's not really, it's, it's magnets. It's just two magnets kind of talking to each other and essentially or, yeah. or, and then going together. And the, you know, I had one of these mats even before, uh, I think one of the first ones that I, I've ever seen that I think I have it somewhere before 
she was even a word, but it was the same concept. Yeah. I had a phone case uh, for one of my phones that yeah. you put on the back and it went on this, I think I got it Radio Shack and it was kind of the same thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, wireless over the air wireless charging, uh, even if it's, you know, you know, keeps your phone sort of charged. I think Apple put themselves in the corner too with the Apple Watch, making it kind of a um, uh, different uh, different standard than most anything else. Uh, I think it would have been a lot easier. A lot of companies would have a lot easier time if it's just a, um, a normal G because then you could kind of put your watch down anywhere where now, you know, that's the problem they're having with the mat. They, you know, if you put your watch down, um, if you put your watch down, it's not going to charge unless it's on the actual part that charges yep. the Apple watch with the magnetic charger. Right. So I think that's part of the problem they're having where if it's just standard, I think they would have an easier time doing it. That's a fair point. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about the, uh, the, the watch. It, it, that was an interesting choice to not, it's, it's kind of sort of chi, right? But it's not really chi. So yep. right. yep. got to have that little round connector to get yep. the right charge to it. So. Yep. All right. Um, Great, great uh, chat about the news. Let's uh, move on to some of the topics this week. Uh, Dave, you don't know, we usually have a, a, a beta segment each week because Warren lives on the edge and likes to have every device that he has in his household on beta. And Well, I'm very it, nervous because this is actually the last the last week of yes. stable computing for me. Um, I think yeah. next week is going to be... iOS hair, 14 is going to be out probably. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm nervous. He's yeah. very brave. I he, his computer stops working on. I said, "Are you? On, I bet you on beta, aren't you?" Well, I'm gonna for the Max. I think I'm just gonna do a, a separate, uh, a separate partition for the, for that stuff. Um, good. Good, good move. The phone, uh, the phone is the one that's gonna be a hard pill, I think, because uh, I kind of need that. And the first beta, yeah. the first beta is always a mess and you have to, uh, I remember I was at WWDC once and I put the first beta on there. I had to run out to a T-Mobile <laughs> store to get a uh, battery charger pack because my battery, I could see my battery going like, you just look at it and you just watch yeah. the battery go from like a hundred to zero. In so, like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. I made the mistake at WWDC once I upgraded my, the laptop usually I will upgrade my laptop to the Mac OS betas um, right away and, and then live with that, which is fine. It's always worked for me. You know, that's not my daily driver here in the office or anything. So it's fine. Well, I did it at WWDC before I finished recording all my podcasts for the week. And it was the year that they made all these core audio changes. And, yeah. and, and, you know, we were still recording with audio hijack. I did it. It was weird. Like I realized as soon as I started recording, I was like, Oh, I've really made a mistake here, but I think it's going to work. And I saw Paul Kafasis the next day and was like, Hey, yeah, I recorded on the thing. He's like, what yeah. did you use? I'm like, well, Rogan, you know, I used audio hijack. He's like, it works. Yeah. Like, well, I have some information for you. And he's like, yeah, but you got the show out. I'm like, yeah, kind of worked. But now I've learned even, you know, obviously this year I won't be out there, but you know, when I'm, right. when I'm out there, I, I wait until later in the week to, to upgrade. <laughs> uh, Warren, uh, 13, six. This year, this year we'll, uh, we'll all do it. 13, six uh, is good. It's better than, the the last beta or two beta was the last beta? the last beta was bad right I was yeah. telling you that one where uh, the uh, proximity sensor decided just to pop up whenever uh, to didn't you know, turn off the display every time it felt like it so that made it made using the front a little difficult when uh, it wasn't on 
Um, yeah, I'm guessing. I'm guessing this is going to be the last iOS 13 beta. I don't know. We've Probably. had crossover. We've had crossovers in the past. That's I'm a little worried. We're getting near the end here. 13.6 may not come out of beta right away. You might have both going at once. Um, yeah, that's I wouldn't think so. Problem, because well, once once 14 comes out, then the, the betas on that, then I kind of drop the the iOS 13 beta is like a hot a hot uh, dish. There, I don't I don't want to do both. That is well though. I guess you could, but we'll see. All right. And uh WWDC, as as we said, and we're talking about the last two weeks now. Uh this week and last uh is uh, this coming Monday, June twenty second. I've been so excited. I can't wait. I've been waiting for a long time to finally be able to watch the keynote and find out what's going what's going on. Um Apple actually did a video a YouTube video um and had allowed people to click uh, reminders as alerts uh, uh from the YouTube video uh so you don't miss it. It gets it on your calendar and you, and, and you are alerted. And this is this is really different for Apple and every everybody every developer is going to be able to attend all the conf, you know the conference is all virtually so it's going to be something really different from years past dave i know you've got lots of experience going to dub dub uh, each year this has got to be something different for you for sure i, I have not been to it yet but yeah, well the weirdest part for me is you know i haven't traveled in three months which is yeah, that too <laughs> strange for me you know i'm used to being I, I'm, I'm extremely lucky like things are fine right but <laughs> It, you know, for the most part, I don't leave the, the 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 house or the office here. But you know, I I do tend to travel. You know, at least somewhere once a month, kind of thing. And right. and so not getting ready to head out there, it it'll be interesting. Like one of the benefits of being there is all of the the, the immersion in all of it, right? I, and for the past several years, I have not. Um, gotten a ticket to go to Dub Dub. I'll, I'll go to the uh-huh. keynote, and I'm uh-huh. you, you, yeah, yeah. I'll go to AltCom for yeah, and just hang out kind of in San Jose. Uh, so not seeing the, you know all the people that we do business with. Uh, it, you know, it does create a lot of gravity for yeah. for that segment of the market. Is it every developer that's there? No, not no. even close, right? No, no, but no. the people that are sort of active in the market that are, you know, the people that we would be doing business with and that sort of thing, most of them are there. So not being able to see all those people, I mean, we're all in the same boat. It's not like I'm choosing to stay here and everybody's there and and it'd be like, Oh, we haven't seen Dave in a while, but, um, but it is strange. And I wonder for the developers that do go, they, you know, when you're there, you have far less distractions uh, from the sessions than you would if you're sitting in your office just like every other day yeah. lately. There you go. So are people really going to be able to sit there and and pay full attention to these sessions like they would in the room? And I know full attention is is sort of a, a misnomer. People are, you could have your laptop out. Most people do. You know, there's always instant messages and emails and all those distractions don't go away unless you make them go away. But you are in a different environment and that lends itself to thinking and approaching things differently. I'm curious to hear from developers how that goes. Yeah, I know yeah. even for the keynote, you know, watching it from my couch is a very different experience from sitting in those uncomfortable chairs in the, <laughs> in the room. Um, but, you know, you don't get that energy. You don't get the, the same focus. Um, it's a 
different kind of focus. So yeah, it's just so, different. Everything's different. So and I'm not going to be able to take off. Uh, you know, I mean, are they going to take work off? That's a big thing too. Cause if you're, right. if you're working, you, you know, do you, you go to your boss and say, listen, it's WWDC. I'd normally be there. I normally take the week off, but uh, I'm not. Um, it's a know, holiday they, for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, add that to working from home and it's like, do you really, you know, what do you do? I mean, can you, can you, can you fit in these sessions here and do work there? And is there just even a blurred line between work and the conference at this point? So, um, yeah, so I'm I'm with you. It's going to be interesting how much I get out of it, but, um, supposedly they could sign, they're going to be WebEx sections, I guess, with the, uh, developer, uh, developer sessions. Labs, you mean? The labs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you get one-on-one time with an Apple engineer. Even that is, I mean, it's great that they're doing that yeah. and that yeah. they found a way to, you know, accommodate that. But I, I've experienced the labs a couple of times. We don't do enough stuff that we would do it every year, but but there have been some things. And it's really handy to go to the lab and, you know, you get your appointment with whomever you're assigned to. And one year we had this weird problem we were having with Safari with one of the engines that we built and, uh, and it was clearly a bug in Safari. And I pointed it out to this guy and he's like, oh, that's Tim's bug. He's been looking for a way to replicate this. And then he was like, Tim, come on over. And then Tim was there and it wasn't, I don't know what the guy's name wasn't Tim, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was and, like, Cook? Uh, wow, he programs. That's great. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But it was like, you know, and so Tim and I sat down for probably an hour and he was constantly recompile, you know, he would make a change, recompile Safari on his laptop. Then we'd test, you know, that. And, and finally he got it fixed and it was like, great. And I'm like, so when do I get this? And he's like, so, you know, it takes a while to get in the thing. He's like, it'll probably be two updates from now by the time it's there. And it's like, okay, but at least we know like the bugs I've seen it, it's fixed. So if it, but I didn't, like my luck of the draw was that I did not pick Tim. I was assigned somebody else, but you know, there was a team of people that all worked together. I don't know how that's going to work in the WebEx is uh, probably not yeah. as collaboratively. Definitely Would not. It, it's, yeah. it was all in that when I, the one year I went, it was all in that one hall, I guess all yeah. the developers. So they're all, as you said, they're all kind of next to each other and, you know, people could hear what you're saying and, you know, it, it was, you know, the excitement and, you know, things like that. So it's definitely going to be a lot different than that. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully people have a good internet. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that would suck. You know, so we won't get too much into what's to speculate what's going to be happening. I know the big thing is the ARM processor on the Mac side of things, uh, iOS 14, iPhone 12. There's going to be a lot of announcements. I think we're going to save it to next week and not really got too much, uh, unless you had any other thoughts uh, before we moved on, Dave. Uh, There's no, I mean, I have thoughts, but they, they will be irrelevant very quickly. Yes. We'll save them for our, our respective podcasts and we'll share, we'll share each well, other's I mean, information. So. If you say it now and it's right, then you have it in prosperity that you've done it. So. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's true, but there's the flip side to that coin. That's right. Know? That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I, you know, feel you know, like you and David, we've listened to podcasts all week of people speculating yeah. on everything. And at this point, it's Thursdays, almost Friday. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. we're it's, done. It's yeah. I'm, I'm you can, I, I yeah. speculated a little on TDO this week about what the first. Yeah 
ARM based device would be ARM based Mac would be that's a developer. Yeah. So yeah. you can go listen to that if you want to hear my. No, I did. Instagram. I think I heard that. I think you said it was a, the mini. You thought it was. Uh, Martellero thought it was the mini. I think it's a laptop. A laptop. Yeah. And then, I mean, for iOS uh, topics, somebody uh, mentioned that maybe they'll make the iPad Pro run it, which would be awesome if that was run possible. Mac OS? Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. That should be oh, interesting. Keyboard and track fan. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. That should be interesting. So uh yeah, lots of coverage next week. Uh I'll be on uh for Mac Eyes Only doing our reaction time episode. That's what I've been doing for the last four years with uh with, with Mike Potter. He hasn't done an episode in a long time. I said he reached out and I said, Okay, let's do it. So it's gonna be myself, uh Gary uh Gaz uh Malpas and uh uh Chuck Joyner. And uh, and and a crew, and we're going to have a lot of fun doing our reaction uh, as uh, as the uh, announcements are made. So, and then uh, we'll have a full episode next week. Chuck will be on the show, so uh, we'll 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 have uh, lots to talk about next week about it. So let's let's save it for next week. Um, and uh, moving on here, uh, I attended a uh, Showstoppers press event. Lucky, I was very as as everybody knows, I was very lucky to finally get into the press corps here with uh, my attendance at CES and getting to hang out with Dave and, and all of our friends, uh, as well see all the great stuff at CES. And Showstoppers is a great uh, is a great event, and they're doing a lot of virtual events now, of course, because of uh, everything going on. And uh, they showcased a couple products, and I didn't hadn't realized until I saw you pop up in, in the in the chat, and then you and you and you answered asked a question. So. So uh, uh, there was three products that that they announced. Uh, the first one was a Matterport 3D capture for iPhone. I don't, I have not had a lot of chance to spend spend too much time on it, and it's basically like 3D rendering of uh, of, of a room, right, uh, Dave? The house, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can do an entire. Think about doing a, a virtual tour of an apartment or something where you can right. just move from room to room. It the as I understand it, I haven't messed with it a whole lot. Me either, yeah. <laughs> It will, you, you can, you can take all of the necessary photos with your iPhone and then it stitches it all together and you can do one for free, right? So yeah, you can have yeah. one, one house or one environment for free at all times. So you can play with it. And then obviously if you're like a realtor or something, you'd then pay for yeah. you know more, which exactly. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Warren, I'm assuming you haven't tried any of those, these items yet, right? Um. No, I have something similar to the Extreme Pro SSD, but that's about it. All right, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, then, well, you uh, said any of these items. <laughs> I, I didn't say any of these. You listed any of these That items, was a fair assessment. So, uh, yeah. so then uh, Shure uh, came out. Uh, uh, of course, Shure's in my home is my in my hometown here in Chicago. Um, they um, came out with a new pair of headphones, the Ionic uh, 50, wire, the wireless noise-canceling headphones. Um, look like some really nice pair of headphones, and I'd be really interested to get to hear the sound of them because uh, I know, Dave, you're a sound guy, musician. Um, thought these were interesting. I'm, gonna, I'm curious to see, you know, a little on the pricey side for $399, but uh, what do you think of these these headphones? Yeah, I haven't heard them yet, but, but uh, very happy to see that they support AAC as a codec, which is good because that means that they work with all of our Apple devices. Right. It, it, Apple's weird. They don't support Aptex on iOS devices, which is the yeah. sort of standard high quality codec. Macs do support that, but both Macs and iOS support Apple's AAC, which is equally as good as Aptex in terms of uh, fidelity. I mean, it's Bluetooth, so yeah. you're not going to get high fidelity. It's just there's no, the bandwidth isn't there to do it yet. But, you know, the Bluetooth LE audio or whatever that was announced at CES, yeah. 
We were there. Get us there. We were there. Remember standing in that room. I remember leaving that room. That was horrible. Uh, Yes. Yeah. It was. It was a weird press conference. I went and recorded a podcast episode instead. But um, but the the announcement, like the 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 content, was good. It was just weird. It was weird setup. It was a weird setup. That's all. All their story. And then uh, Sandus did come out. I have these, the the extreme pro, these are really nice drives. And and the reason I bring them up here on this show is because they'll work really nicely with your iPad pro or your iPad. uh, Yeah. iPad pro because you have to have a um, USB-C. Um, and, uh, these drives are, are awesome and they're so fast. And then the, the, the pro looks like they've even added more fast with up to, uh, uh, 1050 megabytes a second, uh, uh, speeds. And, uh, the ones I have are, are great. I use them for music. I use them for, uh, the photos and backups. And I've got three of them actually. I'm, that's how crazy I am. The one terabyte models. And I, I was able to get them for cheap uh, during Christmas time. So, but, uh, they're pricey. Uh, 120 for a 500 gig, you got one terabyte at $200. So, uh, but you're paying for portability. What'd you think right. on, on, on these, Dave? Yeah, it was nice to see them, you know, fully support USB 3 Gen 2. Yeah. Right. So, you, you, like you said, you get that, you know, thousand plus megabyte per second transfer rate, which is the most you're going to get out of USB Gen 2, USB 3 Gen 2. Yeah. Um, but, which is great. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, the beauty of NVMe drives, man. It, it's a, it's an awesome world we get to live in. It is. So, with the yeah. small little drives are really nice. And you said, Warren, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're awesome. Warren, you said you got, you have a couple, do you have something similar to these or do you have some of these? Yeah, I have, I, I have a, a, the WD one. Um, that's like that. And then I have a, a couple of uh, ones I built myself with a case in the end. And what is it? MV? Is that what it was? An MV? Someone. NVME. Yeah. And NVME. And that's it. Um, yeah, they're fun. Um, I, you know, you could boot an operating system off it. You could boot a Mac OS off of it, which is always fun um, to do. Um, you know, I know you've talked a few times about uh, Thunderbolt 3. I haven't seen too many in the way of a Thunderbolt 3. They have a few external drives, but nothing quite like that. Nothing too small, I don't yeah. think. Um, you know who it's, um, oh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head and I can't remember who's making it. Dang. They, but there, there is one company that's got a Thunderbolt three drive. That's, that's basically just the size of the, you know, the NVMe chip, um, that, that, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll find it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll share it somewhere. I don't know. I, I saw a few out there and they're, you know, they're, you know, expensive, of course. Yeah. And then you got to wonder if it's what you can do with it. It's probably mostly for like people who really are doing video, uh, video coding and need to transfer fast back and forth. So, um, but you know, it's always fun to see how fast you could get onto a, onto a drive like that. I, I've, I hear uh, in the studio, I've got the OWC, I guess it's the aura, right. Which is their, their Thunderbolt, um, the Thunderbolt three drive and it does like 2,400 megabytes a second or whatever. The issue with Thunderbolt drives is they usually end the Thunderbolt chain, right? So you have to really think about, do you need that speed? Because a USB drive doesn't end the chain. You can have that hanging off of a dock and daisy chain and all of that stuff. But a Thunderbolt three drive will end the chain you can have a dock in between, but now you're sharing that bandwidth with whatever you might have off the dock. So I find it, it is helpful. The, the fast drive when I'm doing, I'm doing this project now where I have like 44 tracks of audio 
um, in logic. And so it, without uh, th- that drive, it would I, like, I don't have another drive that would go fast enough to, yeah. to, you know, make it so that I could do that. But otherwise, yeah, it's nice. Like you said, it's nice to see how fast you can go. And then that's about right. it. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know, figure out if you actually need anything quite like that. So, yep. Yep. So let's uh, let's go ahead and move on um, real quick. Uh, T-Mobile has a home internet service, that I, which I was intrigued to find out about. Um, they uh, they offered it in my area, so I figured what uh, what the heck they had a free trial, so I could try it out for a week uh, for a month. Uh, I could show this on camera here. This is the uh, this is what the the gateway looks like if it doesn't uh, go disappearing here. And uh, it's uh, it's got the SD card in here, so it is LTE. So the speeds aren't the greatest um so they they say they're guaranteed 25 megabit speeds for download and and upload is not symmetric it's not symmetric so i was measuring it right around 15 um but you know that's a consistent speed for 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 an lte device uh and uh performance wasn't too bad right now i just unplugged it and it's on battery so this is still this 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 is still working so i can still use this as a hotspot uh it only works in the home they according according to their, their their uh regulations they say you're not supposed to take it with you somewhere else i don't know how you would not be able to do that because it is lte uh, as it is but they could see once this you're on a different cell tower they could say oh hey why did you take that with you and then cancel your service so um it's unlimited uh it's unlimited uh data there's no data caps at all on it so and it's 50 dollars a month which isn't terribly expensive but it's LTE. It's not one gigabit like I'm getting with Comcast. Uh, so I figured check it out for a month and and, and to see uh, what it was all about. Not, I don't think it's anything I'm I'm going to be too crying home about. It's probably going to be going back. So what do you think? What did you think, Dave? That's interesting. I mean, yeah, you know, depending on what your other options are, right. that's not a bad thing to have. If you, especially nowadays, right? You know, we're we're working from home. You might want a backup option for fifty bucks a month. You know, I mean, you could do it a little bit cheaper yeah. with, you know, if you have like a phone that you could hook up USB to your, like, I mean, yes, there is a, a cheaper path, but in terms of simplicity and it's just right there, that's, um, it's not yeah. bad. And I didn't, I didn't go through the, the app. There's the iOS app that works on your iPhone and you can connect direct, directly to this device. You can get yep. into the router and make all the router changes that you need to get access to the gateway, add any port forwarding. It even has QA, uh, QAS, so you can uh, do a, a packet uh, uh, quality of service, right? I always get yeah. that tongue to, uh, that will reduce the, uh, the bandwidth usage. And um, I, I went downstairs from my house down here and I didn't get as good a signal. So I'm, you know, I think this gateway is probably, it, it says 1700 square feet. It covers, um, and now my house is probably about that size and it was still pretty weak when I was down, you know, downstairs. So, uh, but like I said, for a backup device, it might be something good. I don't know if it's something primary, unless you're in a bind and you just can't find service, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they're, and they're not really, uh, I, I, uh, Warren, you tried to get it and they said it wasn't available, right? In your area. Which doesn't make sense because I'm in an LTE area. Yeah. I, I thought it was a, when you first told me, I thought it was a 5G device. No, which, no, yeah, which yeah I, I, I thought it was too, and it's not, so. Which I would totally, you know, be more interested in for 50 bucks a month, unlimited 5G, sign me up right now, I'll take that Yeah. Um, in a second. Um, but, you know, I get LTE here, uh, no problem, I don't know why it wouldn't be available. Um 
you know, as as Dave was saying, it's it's good in a pinch. I mean, there, you know, certainly we all remember the days of uh, people using satellite, you know, out in the Midwest using satellite uh, internet uh, to get on, and that was like one megabit per second or something worse. It was horrible. Yeah. So and for like someone, nine hundred you know, millisecond latency, yeah. it was horrible. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that what was that company? There was a company that was selling to everybody that did uh, Wild Blue. That might have been one. I that might. Yeah. Another time, I remember too, but yeah, there, there was like one or two like that. That, um, you know, because I used to do uh, te- remote tech support for uh, best uh, geeks, geek squad a while ago, and then when I would know when I got one of those customers because, like, you know, you just couldn't do anything with them. So, um, for them, you know, uh, for people like that who can't get good internet, this is an option, um, probably better than uh, you know, that, but uh, yeah, 5G, sign me up, I'll, I'll take that when, yeah. when that comes out. Um, I think about it. I, I probably could take this with me downstairs and, and, uh, and not have it up here. And then I have the coverage. It's right next to me. So, I mean, there's, there's that option. It's running on battery. It's got a, it's got the big size battery, you know, like a, uh, that'll, that'll probably hold charge for a few hours. So, you know, that might be another option too. So anyway, I thought it was an interesting, uh, interesting find. Wanted to share with that with you guys. Um, as we wrap things up, getting close to the end here, um, I had two apps I wanted to talk about really quick. Uh, Notability, which is a great uh, note-taking app on the iPad. Uh, 9.4 version, it up, uh, it improved the audio system because, yeah, it, it did have a bit of a little lacking for sound uh, when you would record uh, memos, um, especially, and record uh, meetings. Um, so they did do some improvements on that. Um, it's a great app. Um, I've used it before. Uh, Warren, have you used Notability at all? I have not. I just started getting into the iOS Reminders app, which is uh, uh, getting me through life right now. <laughs> um, and we all use Note app. I mean, I, I'm, I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty hooked on Apple Notes. I, I, I hard to really get away from it. I do. I, I use it so much for all the note taking. Uh, what about you, Dave? Do you use uh, note taking apps on iOS? Yeah, I. You know, I standardized on Evernote before Apple right. Notes really kind of. Yeah came to fruition. A- Apple Notes, though, is at a point where I could migrate to it. Um, I've considered doing that. I've considered migrating over to, like, uh, you know, Synology's Note Station because I've got a disk station and so I can just yep. use that. But um, but I use Evernote. Notability, I, I know a lot, of, a lot of people use it. Two of them live in my house with me. Uh, my wife and daughter love the way Notability works yeah. and um, on you know on the iPad especially so yeah yep. um and then the other app was uh, Pocket Cast uh, one of my favorite uh, podcasting apps and I've I've done plenty of reviews on all of the podcasting apps there's so many of them <laughs> but Overcast actually this this podcast I think all of you who listen uh, look according to my uh, uh, stats uh, Overcast is the the favorite podcast app of choice for listening here so but I like podcast I've I, I was a Dropcast Downcast uh, uh, user and i i kind of lean towards that one more but pocket cast really it's hard to beat um well they did some uh, pretty major updates uh notably was the adding of a, a standalone apple watch playback app on the apple watch now you can actually put your podcast on your watch add it to the storage be able to play the podcast really easily and it's stored on on the on the watch so if you go out for a run go for a walk you don't want to carry your phone with you you got your watch and you can you can listen with your airpods and uh and uh, check that out uh, you have a, a podcasting app of choice, uh, Dave. I like I, Overcast is often the one that yeah. I will use. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's that's. But I but I bounce back and forth. I I like the way Pocket Cast does things. I, like yeah yeah. I'm I'm not. I I, I have no one loyalty. I yeah. yeah. The uh they also added um uh a new theme and they got new icons, so it's it's a little refresher. Uh, um, interface. Uh, Warren, do you have a, a podcast app of choice? Did you use? Um, just Apple Podcasts. Uh, I pretty much use all the time. Um, okay. I I bought Overcast. I think I've used it a few times, but I mean, as I'm not crazy picky as long as it plays a podcast and I could, uh, um, you know, I listen to my car, so I'm not worried about chapters and things like that. I just kind of listen to it. So, um, for me, Apple's is good. And there's an article out here that they're, they might include a revamped version of it in iOS 14. So yes, we'll I that, saw that. That looks like that should be uh, interesting. So that, that should be interesting. But uh, yeah, I'm good with Apple for now. I like the way it syncs across my, uh, the, you know, the, the Mac and then the iPad. Yep. Um, all right. One, one quick tip I was going to throw out there of, of the one I had here on our notes is uh, I found this interesting. Someone this morning asked uh, asked me, uh, uh, I, for some reason, I've got this two on every email on my on my Apple email uh, emails. And, 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 he, and I'm like, oh, why would you have that? That doesn't make any sense. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, if you go into mail settings under settings and if you go into uh, mail, there is a choice under the message list under show two and CC labels. Why that's there. I don't know if I want that to be identified. If you turn that on, every single email says two and every single email shows you if it's been CC'd. So, uh, who knew it's, it's that, that, uh, that, uh, was there. So another quick find I found uh, this morning when I was helping somebody. It's one of the five things I'll learn on this show. I don't. That's I, right. I, I don't use that. That, that that's. That's, I leave that to, to Dave. And, and, and that's one of the. Up, so. That's one of. It's one of the one things you'll learn on this show. I think there were more than five things. I learned more than five things on this show, so right. it's good. Good. Yeah. I think I think it's fitting for every show, and you've you've always uh, inspired me that with that stuff. And uh, uh, Dave, I just want I want to touch you real quick. Uh, we just had our hundredth episode, which was awesome, and um, congratulations I, by the way. Yeah. That. that awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Um, but but and, you guys did too. Wait. Yeah, you guys just had your fifteenth year, right? Yeah, before you go any further. Fifteen years on yeah, 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 last week. Um, But uh, congrats, thank you. If you didn't hear on the show, I I did add some a couple of highlights from the last hundred shows, and uh, one of them was actually I brought in the the two thousand twenty fifteen when I stood on stage for the first time with you and Chuck and the house and at uh, Maxstock, and uh, that really. Got you and Chuck and Allison and all, all three have really been a, quite an inspiration to me, and 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 I'm continuing to do great things with this podcast, and uh, I had a lot oh, of fun, and I, and I appreciate uh, everything you've helped me with supporting it, and uh, appreciate you being on the show. This was just a lot, always a blast every time I have you on here. So I um, appreciate being here. Thanks for inviting me. This is this yeah. was a blast. Uh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. So, yeah, that, good that was stuff. a lot of fun stuff. So, well, let's, uh, yeah, it's, we've got to the hour already and let's, uh, go ahead and, uh, close this up here and, uh, wrap things up here. I got to get a theme song, a cue. You know, we could, 
ended up. But I, I, I do. I actually, I do have the theme song. So let's go. go ahead and wrap it up, and I'll, we'll we'll see where everybody can find you here in just, just a second. Um, th- that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, suggestions, and questions to our email address: feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at intouchwithios, so you can subscribe on your favorite podcatcher, including. Apple Podcasts and many others, uh, including even iHeartRadio and Stitcher and Spotify and all those others. Um, just go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there, and they're all on the side of that page. So just click a link. Um, I am Dave Ginsberg, and I you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Again, Dave Hamilton, thanks for being here. Where can people find you? People can find me uh, easily on Twitter at Dave Hamilton and make sure you remember he said feedback at in touch with iOS.com. That's right. <laughs> Did you say feedback at in touch with iOS? What'd you say? That's correct. <laughs> That's right. And Warren, I know we could find you because you never want to tell anybody, but I, I tell you, make you make you do it anyways. Uh, you're on the Facebook group, Mac to the Future, 3,000 people strong. And what's been interesting on there this week? Um, it's a little bit of uh, WWDC speculation stuff, uh, pretty much. Um, it's it's been a good week. Not too many uh, not too many issues. It's uh, it's a good group. Uh, I'm looking, talking about the COVID pencils. We talk about COVID, Apple pencils. We see, we see guy in there a lot. Yes, we um, do see guy there a lot. Yeah, he comes on a lot. <laughs> um, it's fun, you know. If you have the time, come join us. And uh, other than that, we do the show with the guy on Wednesday nights, uh, mostly. Mostly. Uh, last night kind of did not work. Uh, bit of a train wreck. <laughs> That wasn't my fault at all. I just uh, went along with it. Um, but we love and, Guy. Uh, no, he's 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 a fun he's a fun guy. But he like he likes to study, he likes to he, he likes loves, to touch things. He loves tinkering <laughs> too much. It's all but, good. Uh, hey, and that's about it. All right, great. Uh, anyway, everybody, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show, and we will talk to you again soon. <laughs>